What's up, bikers? I bet you're wondering what episode number this is. Just in case, episode 175. Oh yeah. Today we have a, a long time, a long time listener, first time caller, something like that. <laughs> a guy I've been talking to for quite some while, uh, quite a while. His name is the Tinkering Cyclist, and he uh, has a little side hustle going on with a Etsy and a little website, things like that. I think it'll be a really fun conversation. But before I get started, check this out, guys. So, those of you guys that listen to the Backpedal Show every week, right on. Thank you very much. But um, you'll hear, I, I try to do something a little different every week when I'm talking about the sponsors, just because, I don't know, it just gets boring and redundant otherwise. So check this out though. So I was thinking this week about picking up a new hardtail. And when I was thinking about that, I was like, I'm going to go check out the Vasari website. And so they have this Wasat, Wasatch Peak. I don't know how to say it. I'm not Indian enough, I guess, or something like that. But anyways, this is their hardtail. And um, right now, it's on sale. You can get a fully built 27.5 plus hardtail for $8.99. And um, it even has that fork on it that Seth was just talking about on Berm, one of the berms. <laughs> the Berm Peak, the Berm Express, one of those. Anyways, go check it out if you're thinking about a hardtail. That's a pretty screaming price. Outside of that, um, Tasco MTB right now on uh, Tasco MTB Tasco MTB.com slash pages slash sale. I'll put a link in show more. I forgot to do this already, but I just felt like talking it out. Anyways, they have a sale going on right now. And uh, Nate came here calling. He's like, look, we got this sale, but I want you to help me out. And and I want to like extend something extra to the to the biker fans out there. And uh, if you use the code biker B1KER, he'll slap that 20% on top of it. So, I mean, this year, 35% for the off on this jersey, that's 55. So what's this here? 22% off on these pants, by the way, really like them. This uh, blue spruce, I wore these last weekend to an event and a ton of people were like, that color is so sick. So you could get 52% or no, 42. I, I can't do math. I'm not good. Good at podcasting, not good at math. So anyways, lots of good deals here. Like 52% off these socks. So you can get them for 72. So anyways, check out Tasco. You can just go in there. Um, I'm sure there's a link to the sale somewhere or just go find the stuff that says it's on sale and then use the code biker B1KER. You're straight. Anyways, let's go ahead and pull that off there. Thank you very much to everybody that is a patron or that has signed up for members. I, I really appreciate it. It means a lot. It's like uh, buying me a beer or a protein shake or coffee or something. It really helps. Put it this way, this TV that I use for the, um, the live stream every week, it's on the fritz. I'm thinking I'm going to need a new one. So that's where money like that goes to. So it helps me, helps me keep doing the show. Anyways, I'm going to bring Brian on. We're going to talk talk tinkering cyclist how's it going dude good how are you oh dude living the dream man <laughs> where uh where about in the u.s are you located uh i live in uh southwest michigan so you got lots to do right now huh y yeah i woke up <laughs> to some snow today it, oh yeah how much not much but considering friday it was 60 degrees and then today I walk outside and it I got like two inches of snow on my truck. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. I know when I lived back in Pennsylvania, it seemed like you only got snow like that, like when you're already running late. And you're <laughs> like, oh, great. 
now I have to scrape my windows too. This is perfect. <laughs> yep. And then I ran out of washer fluid and, you know, oh, oh, same story. <laughs> yeah. One day my mom was like the queen of being late all the time. And uh, she thought it would be a good idea to pour some hot water on her windshield one day. Let me tell you yeah. how that played out. <laughs> you just cracked the whole thing. Just, psh, it was like, oh, uh, and now we're driving around with a crack for the next six months because we were poor. Yeah. So, I've seen the videos where they do that and the window just disappears. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was an older car. I mean, at the time, it was probably like the 80s and the car was probably from the like, early 70s or late 60s or something like that we were always driving some beater or something like that so <laughs> yeah anyways so um what is tinkering cyclist uh so basically it's a hobby side hustle that i started uh just reclaiming some of my old bike chains and bike parts into mm -hmm. new designs and um yeah it's it's been growing I started it in 2019 and I just keep thinking of new things to do and it just keeps rolling. So uh, have you always been like a crafty kind of person or is this just something that like came out of like an injury or something like that? No, it's kind of funny because you always talk about how uh, you're not a creative person, but then your yeah. wife reminds you that you are. I'm like, I'm not creative, but then I realized I'm a mechanical design engineer. So you have to be creative to come up with creative solutions to right. so, um really this is just honestly i used to race a lot uh i raced mountain bike and then i kept throwing all my old chains and stuff in a box i'm like oh i'll keep it just in case i need it one day uh and then it just kept piling and piling and i i'm a i can't get rid of anything so then i just started making stuff out of it and it just kept going and going. So, um, yeah, I made this sign and a friend made, I posted on Instagram and a friend made fun of me. He said, Oh, that's real Pinterest-y of you. Are you going to put that in your Etsy store? And I was like, sure. Why not? So I did, uh, <laughs> and just started selling stuff. Right on, man. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good, dude. I, um, just last weekend, had one of those moments in my garage where I, I just threw away a bunch of shit. I was so proud of myself and, and there were a couple of bike chains. Maybe I should have hit you up beforehand. Yeah. I have this box back here. Where is it? Oh, right here. And I had this like idea that I was going to keep all those little segments of, of chain whenever you cut it, you know, that oh, yeah. so that it, it like, uh, so that it's the right length. And yep. I was like, one day I'm going to make like a, like a, a, a franken chain out of it yep so i was like yeah i'm riding 12 speed it'll be this way for a long time and yeah. then fucking sram changes it now i'm uh, now i'm like and it ain't gonna work <laughs> oops <laughs> gotta start all over yeah exactly and then i'm also like you know why you're going through all that stuff like trying to figure out what to throw away or you're, you're like looking at those freaking quick links and you're Oh my God, I realized I'm 46. I can't see for shit anymore. I'm like struggling to read. I'm like, I almost took a picture of one so I could zoom in on it. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So um, you already had an Etsy store at the time or like you just went out and made one? No, that just sort of, yeah, I went out and made one. Um, yeah. So I'd always kind of worn 
like a bike chain link on my necklace and I have a bracelet with one on and people always commented on it. They're like, Oh, what's that for? And Oh, you're a biker. And it's, it's really just a conversation starter. And then, um, a couple of friends asked for some and I was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Right. And it just kind of kept growing and growing. So yeah, I started my Etsy store and put a few items up there and I just started getting more and more ideas. Did it, how did, how did it like, how did it go? It was like, put it on Etsy, boom, million orders. Yeah, that, that Etsy dump truck full of money just backed right up to my house. Just like my YouTube truck. Right. I think our, I think our trucks are mixed up or they're lost, but <laughs> I, I went like, I, I started it in, I want to say May. And it was like three months before I got my first order. And okay, then I feel like my Etsy store is tracking right then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I lost money on my first order. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I don't know how to price things. I would just put them up and I'm like, all right, this is how much I would pay. Well, I quickly found out that people in the Midwest are cheap and don't spend anything. So I, I put this, uh, little keychain up for like $6 mm -hmm. and after shipping and everything, I lost two cents on the sale. Oh, no. so I, was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm a great businessman. <laughs> So lesson learned, I uh, upped the price to cover the fees and the shipping. And um, well, let me tell yeah. you, plenty of, plenty of good businessmen out there don't know how much their products cost either. I have a buddy that uh, uh, runs a pretty successful bike-related company. And uh, we were always giving him shit because we asked him one time how much it cost to make. And he's like, I don't know. I just fucking make this shit. I looked at everybody else's website and just put my price a little bit lower than theirs. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I never take into account my time. Like, yeah. you know, time is money, but I have low overhead. I'm using junk bike parts. So yeah, it's like, um, it actually kind of started out in the, not necessity, but I, we have twin four-year-olds, so mm -hmm. I knew my ride time was going to uh, go down quite a bit yeah. from my racing days. So um, with that, I just started um, making the things and selling them because I, I had to do something with my time. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I never really paid attention or. It's not like, hey, this bracelet cost me 15 minutes to make or it's this many dollars. It's just, I just make the stuff. Yeah. When they were young, it was during feeding time and nap time. Yeah. So it's like, it's things I can just tinker with on the side. Right. Hence the name, right? Exactly. That's the yeah. other thing. You can't really pick a lane. I'm like, oh, I want to weld one day. Oh, I want to make bracelets or, oh, I want to design something new. So I'm just kind of tinkering with a little bit of everything. Uh -huh. And it's whatever I feel like. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally know how that goes because I think I'm I'm pretty similar in that aspect. Like I uh I, I've started telling people I just like making things. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's really what it is, is like whether it's like making a story, like I, I used to really like to write a lot, or like okay, making a t-shirt, or like yep. the other day I, I designed a freaking gym bag because apparently I have nothing else better to do with my time. But <laughs> I was thinking I wanted to buy a gym bag. Yeah. And then, then I saw like the store where I, I sell all my like merch at, I was like, Oh, they have a gym bag on there. And then I looked at some other people's stuff and poof, 
there goes four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I spent uh, most of my Saturday doing. I was just, I wasn't feeling well and I've been working, like I've been fighting this cold, but mm -hmm. I just sat online and I was designing new like apparel so I could put it on my site because why not? I couldn't just sit there and watch Disney movies all day. So right. I'd be doing something else at the same time. <laughs> so you started in 2019 at this point it's been five years i mean is the sales pretty consistent at this point or yeah they're going consistently up so uh -huh. that's a good thing i'm also finding more efficient ways of making things and uh some of the products that didn't work i just kind of let them sit there uh but yeah i know of what what my product mix that sells and what I can focus on, but I'm always curious and trying new things. So that's really what keeps me going is uh, new things. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like there's like a, like an Etsy algorithm that you need to like kind of speak to or something like that or? Yes, absolutely. How um, that uh, I YouTubed it, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a lot to do with, for instance, I'll start selling coasters and they'll sell left and right for weeks and then all of a sudden they'll just die off and then a different like a keychain will start selling like crazy uh the one thing that keeps is very consistent is these bracelets mm -hmm. i probably sell like 10 a week they just i they think just I, keep that going. Was, I think before we started talking or like right when we started talking i, I actually went and ordered one of those yeah you did because it's just like it's pretty catchy i think for a bike rider and the thing that i i kind of really liked about it is like in a pinch you have a quick link so yeah like if, if you don't have a, a a tool that's carrying a quick link or like whatever yep. like you can just take your bracelet apart and it's like okay i snapped my chain i can put it back together with this you know yeah so i started with uh just pulling apart old chain and mm -hmm. i that for years and then one day I was watching some like all the EDC stuff, everyday carry, like they're putting quick links everywhere. And I was like, I wonder if I could put one here. And then I started playing with them. I went to the bike shop, bought like all sorts of different kinds. Uh, There's a lot of differences between the 12 speed all the way down to like the BMX chains. I went and like I tested them all and I found a way to make them all work. And I was like, this is kind of a good idea because you're carrying your quick link with you and um yeah it's just there like you don't have to think about it if you just hop on the bike and go for a spin um, yeah. and we actually had a friend break his chain we were in we were mountain biking in indiana and i was like oh does anybody have a quick link and like i'm searching through my bag and i'm like i know there's one in here i'm looking i'm looking and my buddy's like dude there's one on your wrist i'm like i'm an idiot <laughs> so he had an 11 speed chain mine's a 10 speed because that's all i ride most of the time um but we threw it in and it worked and he got out of the trail and back to the campsite so yeah yeah no that's awesome man I, yeah. i'm pretty sure i used mine once as well so oh, yeah um, yeah yeah i'm pretty sure i did and <laughs> it was like one of those deals where i went and like opened up my tool and forgot that I had given the one that I had in my tool for to somebody else. Oh, and I, and I never replaced it. And I was like, well, I got the bracelet on. So yeah, 
yeah yeah so those of you guys that are listening it's basically like a paracord bracelet that has a a quick link kind of holding it together and then uh it's adjustable but um yeah super handy how much is that thing uh they range um i think the basic ones with the normal chain is like 15 dollars, and then they go up to like 24 for the 12 speed all oh, right on. Um, it, it's crazy because those eagle links they were they were charging like eight bucks a piece for a long time. So it's like, yeah, it's not, not like you can get them in bulk, right? Exactly. Yeah. So you should hit up Seth and see if he wants to sell that chain he made. I know. <laughs> I know. When he made that chain, I'm like, uh, okay, a billion dollars. Got it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. But uh, it makes you wonder, like, how long will that thing last? You know? Probably just as long as any other chain. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh huh. Well, because those things don't have any like the like like the they don't have the little bearing in it, right? It doesn't. Oh, so, you no, know, like, he had to take the the half links out. Then he had to have been using the half links from the regular chain. Yeah, he was using the the yeah. inner plates yeah. and the rollers. Yeah, yeah. that's where the yeah. rollers are. Okay, that's what, I, I had to like think that out loud until it started. Yeah. Making me i've broken a lot of chains so yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you're probably a pro at putting them back together with the uh the chain tool huh oh uh, yeah i've used a lot of chain tools and i have my favorites but yeah i favorite? i have this uh i think it's bursman oh wow that thing's fancy looking it is um i had a park tool one and i love it i use that one outside for my bikes but this one just feels so good in the hand and it's it's nice looking which i don't really care about but um yeah i use this thing for everything it's so comfortable this this handle over here is really long so it breaks the chain really easily yeah um and the other thing i like which doesn't matter to most people but i don't have to take the pin all the way out i can just Put the chain in and out because there's a slit at the top so yeah yeah but yeah, make it I've, I've, yeah exactly dude i had a chain tool that came in like some bullshit like like home mechanic bike mechanic tool set that i bought when i first started riding again in like 2006. Yep. and i i'm pretty sure i like broke the part that holds the chain in there because i was like over tightening it like pretty yeah. close to when I first got it, but like cheap ass me, like wouldn't buy another one. And I had that thing <laughs> until just recently where I was finally like, why am I still dicking with this thing? Because it was yeah. such a pain in the ass to use because the little thing was was missing. And I, and yep. I finally broke down and just bought one of the park ones. And yeah, yep. so. <laughs> yeah, the park one is, it's really good. It's really nice. It's stout. Um, and it'll, it'll do for anyone that wants to use one. Yeah, I, yeah. I do have a few old broken ones like you have that just junk and it's funny because in a pinch and weird because i do a lot of weird like pressing of the pins and sometimes it it just works um yeah can get in weird spots that my other big ones can't so oh, there you go yeah 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 who knows man i don't know like for now i'm gonna use that park tool one hopefully for the rest of my life so yeah. Was, you know those things aren't cheap <laughs> yeah yeah like every every there's some things from them that i'll that i'll buy and it seems like every time that i i cut the corner and buy somebody else's i like regret it yeah there was a set of 
you know how they have those like the 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 T handle Allen keys yep. from Park, and then they have like a little metal sheath on it so you can like spin it really easy. Mm-hmm. And I just did not want to spend the Park price for those. And there's some other like knockoff brand on on Amazon. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, that's more like the right price to me. And then they had a lifetime warranty too. You know, I was like, so yeah, if it breaks, all right, no big deal. I didn't think that it was going to break like every two times I used it. So it was like, I like, after I sent back at like three or four of them, I, finally I was like, I don't fucking care about these things anymore. I just gave yeah. them to one of my friends and bought the park ones. And then so, well, one of my friends has a saying, buy once, cry once. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's classic example right there. Oh, dude, it's the story of my life, too. And you think by, the, by what am I, 46 now? You think by now I'd have it fucking figured out, but no. No, mm-hmm. I still I still cheap out on shit, and then later I'm like... Same here. Yeah. Like, it's, even it's, in my, my business, I bought this stupid, like, label printer, some off-brand on Amazon. I saved, like, 60 bucks. I'm like... That thing has been such a pain. I can only print from my phone. I can't use a computer. And it's, <laughs> oh my God, it's fought me from day one. And I'm too so, afraid to use that, like get a new phone because I'm like, I'm never going to get it paired again. That's hilarious that you say that because I literally, right over here, have a brother printer label maker that I just bought because the one that i i bought on amazon originally that was like ten dollars apparently sucks really fucking bad and uh, so like the one time i used it like like six months ago it worked for whatever i was trying to put the label to but this time i was trying to like stick labels on these ammo cans that i have and the labels like wouldn't stick it was just like everything about it was bad and i'm like this sucks now i'm yeah. now i'm buying the, the brother one that i didn't want to buy in the first place so yep and now you have two <laughs> yeah no i threw the other one away like, <laughs> like i was so fed up with that damn thing and then yep. somewhere in my house is like and i was hoping to get rid of everything all at once but somewhere in my house is all the extra rolls of fucking tape for that other one that i bought you know because of course it it only yep. like you, you can only buy it in like packs of 10 or some shit like that so yep I wanted to get rid of everything because now, like a year from now, I'm going to bump into those. And it's just going to remind me and piss me off all over again. But um, for now, no, it felt it, it was it was definitely uh, satisfying dumping that thing in the trash. So, yeah, do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. Just buy buy the brother one, man. It's worth yeah. it. Yeah, I, I my aunt actually like bought me one as like a like a Christmas present when I was like, I don't know, like 20 two or something like that pretty young you know what i mean and it was one of those things when she gave it to me i was like oh sweet and she's like believe me you'll use this a lot in your life and i actually did for years like there was a point in time where i had it at work i used it at work all the time like yeah and uh the last time that i went to go use it i think the batteries like corroded the hell out of the inside so it wouldn't wouldn't turn on anymore oh yeah and that's whenever i bought the cheap one and I should have known. I mean, the other one I had for fucking like 15 years, you think, or 20 years. I don't even know. You know? Yep. <laughs> but obviously that wasn't enough to uh, talk me out of being cheap. So here we are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when you first started, what was the first product that you put up there? It was just like the like little keychains or? Yeah, at the same time I did uh, bracelets and keychains. 
There might have been something else. I think I had a, a sign, because I'll make signs with words on it, spelled out a bike chain. I think I had one of those, and I put all three of those on at once. But it was funny, because I, I wanted to be prepared, because, you know, that Etsy truck full of orders was going to be coming in. So I had, I built up this inventory. It took me a couple, like, weeks to make, or months. I posted, yeah. and like I said, I didn't get a sale for two months. So I'm like, oh, good guy. Spent all that time making the the uh inventory yeah i went about it the other way when i put some stuff on etsy just because i think originally it was like i was thinking about like selling one of my 3d prints or something like that and i was like oh, i'm gonna put i'm gonna make an etsy store it was another way for me to waste like eight hours of my life like <laughs> setting up some shop and making icons and shit. but yep. <laughs> anyway so I set it up and I was like, well, you know, like I could put all my like biker stuff that I like the cups and stuff like that, that I sell that I have like that I, that I have to buy in bulk, you know, things that aren't like print on demand kind of stuff. Yep. And I was like, oh, I'll throw those on there and then I'll probably, I'll probably get some orders in, you know, just from people clicking on my link in, in YouTube or whatever. And no, nobody's ordered any of that the only thing that i've sold on etsy in like the last year i was actually thinking about canceling it the other day but i've sold a bunch i made this bumper sticker for my truck that says identifies as a prius yep but it's like obviously an f-150 <laughs> and uh dude i a lot of people sell a lot of people buy that thing and uh huh. like initially i never even made any of them and then i like would print them every time that somebody ordered them and finally like the last time I got like two orders at the same time. And I was like, I'm just going to print these out. Like, why am I doing this one at a time? Such a pain in the ass. Yeah. And then of course, since I did that, no orders. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy's law, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's all I needed to do. <laughs> I should yep. just print them out in the first place. Then I would be fine with canceling. The damn thing. Exactly. I don't even know how much it costs. I forget. Was it like, I I, I want to say it's like super cheap, right? Like to, to actually like just have the store. Yeah. Um, to post something, it's 25 cents. But when, you, and I think that goes for six months. So it'll post your listing for six yeah. months. And if you make a sale, that's when they start charging you. And yeah, I don't know how to track their charges. They're like 10% of the sale, 10% of the shipping, 5% of this. 3% of this and I'm okay. There's just all these fees that come out. So I'm probably not making money. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, my first sale, I, I calculated. I'm like, I lost money. What the crap? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. Well, fortunately the sticker is the stickers are cheap. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I'm, I'm still in the clear. I don't know. Right. So I saw on there that you had a, uh, you got a lot, a lot of things that you're making out of wood or do you, that you're like cutting wood. What, what tool are you using for that? Oh, so the laser. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm making laser cut things. I know people that are listening won't see, but like this fat, I have a fat bike that's got a bunch of parts in it that's cut out. Um, but yeah, I'm using a desktop CNC laser uh, to cut that and I, I just make designs and that's another thing it's like oh i can design this and make it and i can get distracted for days on end yeah um, but yeah so i just have 
It's a X tool That's laser. Yeah. So which one did you buy? I got the 10 watt. Uh-huh. It's a X tool D1 Pro 10 watt. Uh-huh. Where'd they get you and for on that? Those things are grit too, man. Isn't it like over a grand? No, I think oh, I don't remember how much that was. I want to say I I fret about making that purchase for a long time. And then I paid it off within like two months. It was crazy. Wow. wow. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So I want to get think, one of those. I want to say it was bad. like 700 bucks. Really? Yeah. It's like just there where it's high enough where I'm like, oh, I don't want to that, spend that. That's where I was. And same thing with like a 3D printer like you have. I'm like, do I? I have one at work, which I don't use for personal use. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, I. I don't ever think of anything I want to make though. But... Oh, dude! Once you get one, it's it's all fucking downhill, dude. <laughs> so, like, here yeah. I'll show you this. This is my my latest thing that I I printed. I just printed this uh, today, or designed it yesterday and printed it. So, if you're looking at, if anybody who's listening, if you're looking at this, it makes zero sense what it is by looking at it, and. It's oddly enough, something just like half the other shit that I print. It's like something that I dream up that I only want for me. And there's zero other people on the rest of the planet that actually want this. So now I have a guess. Um, huh? Does it have to do with the trainer? No. This oh, okay. This has to do with my backdrop for uh for the, the podcast here. So it's so <laughs> I can hold a seat up on the shelf back there. Here, let me see if I can sit. <laughs> What do you mean? I think everybody wants to hold a seat on their shelf. Right? So so I can put that back there. And um, there you go. <laughs> I I thought it was something like that would hold your phone or a computer oh, or yeah. tablet while you're on your trainer. Yeah. Yeah. I purposely did the same thing to my wife when I finished it. I was like, look at this thing I I, I, I printed and I handed it to her. And she just looked at me like, I think you're retarded. And... Uh, <laughs> And then I yep. was like, look, it holds a seat. And she's like, now I know you're retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't a seat post do that? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what oh, I never yeah. got? Why is it? It's a seat post, but you put a saddle on it. Yeah, right. It should be a saddle post, right? Wouldn't you think? <laughs> I feel like there's probably a comedian that's done a whole skit on that, right? I'm sure. If not, they should. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of things like that that are um, um, just uh, super impractical that that I that I print, you know. Um, oh yeah. But then there's other things where it's like super handy, like um, a lot of times they're just really like one-off things where you could probably come up with another solution that mm -hmm. is maybe not as refined looking, but like like for instance, the other day. I bought uh, one of those glass like chair mats that you you so you don't like scratch your floor up or like screw up your your uh, your carpet or whatever, right? Yep. So when I bought that, like the way that my desk is, like I have a PC that's on the ground, so it the PC then was um, like sitting all cattywampus because like half of it's on the glass and half of it's not. So like I was able just to like take out the calipers and like measure the feet on the bottom and then basically build spacers for the other three legs to make okay. it perfectly level, but it looks fine. I mean, yes, I could have just like put some cardboard under there and call it a day, but like, 
you know, little little two sided tape, and it looks like it's like part of the case, you know. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. So some of it, some of it's like stupid and impractical, like that. Other stuff is like, um, well, that's actually know. pretty practical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of like weird stuff like that where I'm like, oh, I can print that, or it's like, oh, I need a little washer that's gonna like space this much space or something like that, you know. And it's yeah. just some instead of going to the store, it's like, oh, I'll just go print it real quick, you know. Yeah, so so, I, you everything know, I would think of, it's like it would be too chintzy to work or it'd be, I just use cardboard or something quick. Cause yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that before you have one, you don't think that way at all. So right. like, like I 100% when I bought it originally, I, I had this idea to build a, a, a GoPro kind of chest mount that uses magnets. So that way, okay. like, all of the straps that you like wear you can just wear under your shirt and then you just like oh, strap yeah. the gopro on on like through your shirt and mm -hmm. um that was like the main reason that i that i bought the 3d printer and it was just like the price of the exo that we were talking about where i just thought about it for like a year or two and and honestly i kept putting it off because a the price and B, I knew that it would just be like, I'm going to go down this fucking rabbit hole, right? And, uh, yes. <laughs> and so it was like, I don't know if I have time for this right now. So finally, I think it was during COVID where I was like, all right, I'm going to pull the trigger. And um, I, I started designing that thing, got about halfway through it and shiny balled onto something else and <laughs> never finished it. So someday somebody will probably make that product and i'll be like yeah it's because i talked about it on the podcast no <laughs> but uh nope. um but after after like going through that process of starting to make something and then it was i think you know i just got like hung up on something else i needed to do or something right and once my brain started kind of thinking in that fashion of like oh i can just like fabricate this thing that i want and um and it'll look like something that you could have bought you know like mm -hmm. All of a sudden, there's so many things that I would just be like, oh, I can go buy that. And it's like, no, instead, I can just print that, you know, like, oh, I want a little tripod for my my webcam that's like exactly 11 and a half inches tall. And it's like, OK, yeah. print it. you know, yeah. I want to I want to stand to hang a bike saddle up on my, my shelf. It's like, all right, I could just make that, you know, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So like, actually this little black thing that this light's sitting on i didn't mm -hmm. like the way the light looked when it was sitting there so i just printed a little base for it you know oh. so just weird things up there there's a right up there there's a baseball card that we designed whenever i first started the biker channel and it's like me on a baseball card and the back was like the stats to the channel and it was like a, it was, i was using it as like a business card so i like okay. printed out a little thing that just holds it standing up you know yeah so otherwise i would have had to go on amazon and buy 15 of them right exactly <laughs> so so um what you said that you made the money back on the x tool like pretty quick how did that just like it was whatever you decided to make or yeah i had a lot of things i make a lot of coasters um just small wood coasters that's wrapped in a bike chain um and little keychains and things like that and then like i showed before the 
little display like fat bike mm -hmm. but and a lot of them are personalizable so they can put their names or dad on it or whatever mm -hmm. and they just started selling i just kept coming up with more and more ideas and um yeah it sold pretty quick so <laughs> I, I was surprised oh there's a the real reason i got it was to laser engrave uh uh bottle openers Mm -hmm. So I have these stainless steel like keychain bottle openers, mm -hmm. and I got it so I could laser engrave my logo or other stuff on it. Oh, right on. Which, by the way, you haven't opened your package yet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know when we we're doing that. So you <laughs> sent me a package the other day. I seen it sitting on my my table when I walked in, and I didn't know who it was from. But all it said on the top was "Don't open until live stream," and uh, and I. <laughs> At the time, I was like eating dinner or something, and I was like, seeing it sitting over there, and I was like, "Who sent this to me?" And God knows what's in there. I feel <laughs> like this might this might go bad. <laughs> and then I saw it was from you, and I was like, "Oh, okay, sweet." <laughs> Crisis averted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like there for a minute. I was like, "Okay, this uh, maybe I should open it." <laughs> yeah. So what do we got going on in here? Let's see. Oh man, it's like Christmas. So um there is a bunch of stuff in here oh my god first of all there's a little teeny tiny little skull is this like glass it's uh epoxy did you make this yeah yeah i got like a bigger version here but i throw a bunch of bike parts in them skull? what's that oh there is bike parts in it yeah oh that's cool it's like little links in there and shit yeah i throw like this one has a little co2 in it that's rad. You know what you should do? You should sink a freaking um uh like a, a stem cap in there. Yeah, this one has a, a bike lock, actually. No, I'm <laughs> saying sink a stem cap in there so you can screw this on your wheel. Oh, I thought about uh yeah, I thought about that the other day. I was like, oh, I should put exactly like press the valve caps. Yeah, yeah, I thought about doing that. That'd be pretty cool, man. Then you yeah. just got to figure out how to get all it. So it's just like a little mold. You just drop everything in there and then. Just yeah. The shit. Yeah. And I get it all over my hands and make a big mess and get it on the carpet. And my wife's happy. And yeah, you know, all those <laughs> things. So, yeah. That's so rad. Dude, I wanted to buy some of this epoxy. What do you use? Is it like Maj Paj or something like that? No, uh, it's just like a resin pour epoxy. You got to mix it two to one and you got to worry about bubbles and all this stuff. But that's just what another thing that I do. Where do you buy this at? Anywhere, Amazon. Uh, a uh -huh. big name is Total Boat Epoxy. Uh huh. But yeah, they make like those epoxy tables and stuff. It's it's the same stuff. Yeah. I make. I wanted I to make... do something like that. Like I seen this table wherever like somebody covered it in pennies and then they like poured epoxy all over it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that looks pretty rad. I thought about doing something, something like that. But there's some other epoxy project that I was thinking about just recently, and I can't remember what it was. And yeah, I, I make a lot of I make a lot of epoxy coasters too. So um, throw a little a lot of bike parts in them, and then uh, those have sold really well. Again on Etsy, those sold for like a year and a half, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Uh huh. And I was like, okay, and then someone bought one, and then it kept it picked up again. So it it's really when I get a bunch of parts that I can't use for anything else, I'm like, all right, let's get out the epoxy and just dump a bunch of stuff in a mold. So, so how do you make your mold? 
Oh, I buy the molds. They're silicone molds. Uh, just available okay. online. I bet you you could print them. Oh. <laughs> See, that's where your head goes every time. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was setting you up for that when I asked you. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking like if like just the coaster itself, you know, for example, and you could definitely print that. They have a they do have a, a, a material that you can print that's like kind of rubbery. So you could definitely pour, I mean, I you could pour it in there and then that that would just peel off or something like that. So yeah. Yeah, that's really cool, man. I like that. All right, cool. what else we got? We got some stickers. Probably have some of those on the beer fridge already. <laughs> oh, dude. So this is a uh, uh, a wooden um, coaster that has the biker bar logo in it that and a chain chain wrapped around it. That's sick, dude. Thank you. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> well, you keep changing your logo. Yeah, I just did that recently. I've been like messing around with, with with uh, the last couple of weeks trying to like change every like come up with something that I like. So yeah, yeah but this is cool. Because I found one and I'm like, oh, there it is. And then it was like the next day I saw your logo is different. I'm like, did I miss something? Where where did I get this from? Yeah. And then for like three days in a row, it changed over and over again. Yeah. And finally, yeah. I'm like, screw it. I'm just, I'm sticking with this one. Yeah. I think this is the one that's still up on, um, on, on Apple. So gotcha. I can't. I have to actually get a different podcast host to change that fucking logo. So gotcha. that'll be happening. I um typically don't do a lot of research and um choosing which where my podcast host was was definitely um one of those one of those situations. So I, oh. I chose a bad one. Um this is cool too, man. It's like a, a metal bottle opener with the biker bar logo in it and uh tinkering cyclists on the other side so those of you guys that are watching i think sick and it's got a chain wrapped around it as well dude how did you like you you must have had to like do a lot of measurements to figure out exactly how to get this chain to be like the exact right size for the metal kind of um but again i'm an engineer so yeah so it's design and i'm not great at marketing but the design is supposed to be like a single speed drivetrain. So like this is the front cog or sprocket. This is the rear cog. Um, ah. Yeah. And did then, you get these cut from somewhere? That's how you did that? Yeah. I have a supplier that um, I sent the DXF files to and they um, print them and make them. I also have them in a lot of different colors. So, mm -hmm. like, so they can, they'll powder coat them for me and send them to me and Right on. I I clean the chain and I wrap it around and yeah, that's been a that's been a consistent seller as well. I bet you you could put more space in maybe like to like make the top side. Oh, I guess then it would bend though when you're trying to open up the bottle. Yeah, that was the worry. I can tell you right now that this can get way thinner and not bend and it won't be a problem because I have. Let me see. I don't have my wallet with me. Yeah, your wallet ones that you have. Yeah, I, I um, originally, I think I had got like, like it was like at a bar or something like that. You know, when they give away shit at like New Year's or something. Yeah. And some some beer company or something like that had given me a card that was it looked like an ace of, of spades, mm -hmm. but it was a bottle opener, and it was about as thick as this is, 
And I was like, oh, that's rad. And um, then later on down the road, I had like got another bottle opener that was much smaller, but super thin. And, but it still worked. Yeah. And then that's whenever I, I designed the one that I have, because I wanted it to be exact same size as a business, like as a ATM card. Yep. And then that way it'd fit in your wallet, but I wanted it really, really thin. And it took me a while to get somebody to like manufacture it at the price yeah. that I wanted to pay. Right. So I ended up going with some, some company off of like Alibaba or whatever that, what's that other one called? That's not Alibaba. It's like something like that it's like aliexpress or something it's like oh, it's like yeah. where you can actually like go to the actual vendors instead of the the like amazon kind of store mm -hmm. but uh yeah then i got them for like dirt cheap i just had to wait for like two months for them to show up and yeah right yeah there there is definitely something you pay for having like going to someone local that's like probably worth it <laughs> yeah yeah but this is really rad yeah, I like it. That's cool, cool man. Thank you. I have to get yeah, over okay. there. And then we got another uh, wooden wooden coaster with the biker emblem on it. The old school. That one's good. I like it. Cool. So you just grab the images and then drop them into like, is Xtool have its own kind of program? It does. Uh, there's another program that you can use and everyone suggests I'm too cheap to buy that one, even though it's a one-time fee. Um, <laughs> I do use the one. I do use the one that comes with Xtool. And yeah, it, it requires some cleanup and, you know, I have to edit the image, but it's not any different than you making a thumbnail, I'm sure. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, no, it looks really good, though. We have we have a laser at work. Um, we're allowed to use all the stuff that we have at work. But um, the only reason I don't use it half the time is just because um, I want to, like, tinker whenever I want to tinker. You know, and it's like if I'm doing it at work, it's like you either have to, like, you know, at lunch or later in the day or something like that. And yep. um, I just want it to be like in my, in my office, you know? Yeah. So because it's not, then I end up like, I because I'm not messing with it. Like I always forget how to do it. And then I have to ask this other dude to help me. And then I'm like, yeah, this is a pain in the ass. And, but yeah, we, we burned a, some of the trail signs for some of the trails that I've been um, working on and it just looks so yeah. sick. It would be awesome to have have one of these and like to just mess around with, and then it would be like, I know exactly what I want. And so yeah. Can you? How thick can you cut with that X tool? That like, obviously this wood here you've cut. This is probably yeah. about a quarter inch or so. That's an eighth inch. I've done um, quarter. I think they go, and you can get more powerful lasers, but I think it says it can do a half inch, but you have to do a bunch of passes. Yeah, and I I haven't had a need to do that. Um, like I said, the highest I've gone is a quarter, but that's and it'll do that. How many? Like, how long does it take to cut like one of these like wooden things out? Um, those because they're thinner, I'd say probably like to engrave and cut maybe ten minutes. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, and then you can just like put a sheet of wood there and like tell it to do yeah. like hey, do twenty of them, and I'll see you later yeah yeah do you have to have some like pretty good ventilation is it like super smoky or you just like, yeah i should like, have that <laughs> i have pull, pull i open the window out of the, uh, out of the fire alarm and open the window <laughs> yeah 
so I, I invite Smokey the Bear to come in and sit and just watch it, and I'd leave. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> yes, they're do things the right way. Do yeah. as I say, not as I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I definitely probably would do it all wrong. <laughs> I know that's like uh, some of the stuff that I'm that I've I've printed before. That's like, oh, you're not supposed to print that without ventilation. And I'm like sitting in there just working on a video at the same time. I'm like, eh, this is yeah, yeah. Not- I do that sometimes. I'm looking around and man, it's yeah. foggy in here. <laughs> I better get out. Right. I well, the funny thing is, I have the enclosure for it, uh-huh. but I haven't like, set up my workshop yet, and I can't figure out which room of the house between the wife and I. We need to figure out where we want to set me up, um, and then I'll I'll get a good setup going. But you know, it's time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I hear you there, dude. That's the way it goes. But some every once in a while, you know, you'll get a little motivated about something, and then boom, there you go. Yeah, it's hard because in December I'm so swamped with sales; it's it's ridiculous. I had oh, this idea. Yeah. I was I was building my new website, which I just launched uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. But I was I I told my buddy, I'm like, I'm going to have this done by New Year's, and this was like middle of November. And then I forgot how busy I got right after Thanksgiving. And it was every day I was coming home and just making bracelets and like print, like making things out of wood and lasering. And I got so behind and I, I just said, all right, well, the website's going to be put on hold. So then I set this as a deadline. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have it by then. And I wasn't making progress. But then one day my subscript, my cheap subscription, it was like a dollar a month for three months that ended and I'm like, screw it. I'm just putting it up. So I just, I launched my website that day because (laughs) I was getting what, what he called analysis paralysis. I was just thinking too much and I'm like, oh, I could do this, but oh, I need to do this first and I need to do this and oh, this would be cool. And then I'm like, just, just set it up. Like yeah. no one's going to scrutinize it that much. I'm my own worst enemy. So I just That's set it actually up. What happened with, with the biker channel or the biker website when I first started building. Yeah. It. And, um, and instead I just sat on it for like five years before I started making content again. Cause it just like, it got me to a point where I just couldn't get anywhere. And um, yeah. Yeah. I had like recorded all these videos and, and I, the analysis paralysis hit me whenever I started learning, like learning how to edit. Okay. And I just like wanted everything, the videos to look like, like the videos that I make now, but I didn't want to, you know, have mm-hmm. five years of experience, you know, yeah. or whatever it's been. And, yes. and, uh, yeah, I just like, instead, because of that, I just kept recording and recording. And then it was like, now I have like a terabyte of freaking video. And, <laughs> and it's like, then it's just getting over more and more overwhelming. And yep. yeah, I actually, before I started the biker channel on YouTube, like the actual like content that, that people are watching now, I went to the, the, the folder that I had all that GoPro in and I just deleted it all. Oh, because I was like, I just like, like it was because in my mind, I kept being like, oh, I should go and like edit that ride or I should edit this or right. And I was like, I just have to get rid of it because otherwise um, it's going to continue to like work on me. Uh-huh. And, and uh, 
Yeah, I did. You know, sometimes I'm like, man, it's kind of sucks. I don't have that to like go back and look at, you know? Right. But I did keep like one ride that I think I did with my son or something like that. And when I go back and watch it, it was before GoPros had stabilization and I wasn't using a, a gimbal. And it's like, I watch that footage now and I'm like, I don't even want to watch it. Like, it's, this is bad, you know? Yeah. So maybe it was good. Just got rid of it. So um, now, I mean, what was the point of, of, of launching the website? Um, part of it was Etsy fees. Um, another part, I, I have a lot of ideas that I want to do. And I just, I felt like I wanted more than just an Etsy store. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to build a brand more than just, mm -hmm. hey, I have a couple things on Etsy. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of ideas and I just, I thought, hey, I, I'm bringing some, I was bringing a lot of traffic to my Etsy store from Instagram. That's probably my mm -hmm. biggest one. Mm -hmm. um, but then I was like, why don't I just bring them to my website? Yeah. Because so that's that's cool. that's, that's a drive that's the biggest driving factor really well that makes sense though if you're getting a lot of traffic from social media then why pay the fees yeah and i'll keep that going like it's it's very steady and the people that find that organically that's fine go ahead yeah but yeah to pay the fees and then also like if i'm bringing people to etsy sometimes they can scroll down and they'll see Oh, here's similar items, and they'll be like, oh, I'm gonna go check that and buy that. It's like, well, I yeah. just gave you, but yeah, right, right. So the traffic, you would keep the traffic because you're not advertising for somebody else, right? So yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah. So because I know there's a lot of things on there that like people print, for example, and it's like, you know, one person will come up with this idea. Um, matter of fact, when I was talking to outside Brendan, um. Yep he had put something online that he yes, had like done props. a video. Yeah. Plows or whatever. Yeah. And those are like all over Etsy. Now there's like a yep. billion people selling them, yep. you know? So it's like, if you have a, a, a thing up there that they see that people like are selling or buying, like yeah. other people will copy it for sure. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, like, like with the bracelets, I had, I had seen some before, but they weren't, like this and they had a, a closure on them and i'm like well i don't want to deal with what size is your wrist and i don't i wouldn't want to do that as a consumer and right. then i didn't like the way they were like the rollers on the side these are from a bike chain a lot of people just use a washer or some little piece of metal mm -hmm. so i i changed it up and put that on but then i was the first one that i ever saw that did a quick link and then all of a sudden i started seeing those pop up online yeah and I'm like, man, they got really good pictures, but right, but there sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, yeah. It's so funny yeah, how I've seen good. them done since. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that happens. I mean, it definitely happens. Yeah. I mean, and and even if you did totally just see it and do your own, like, I mean, that's that's Etsy, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, it, there's no there's no like trademark saying that you're the only person that can make a a wooden you know, coaster. Right. But right. Um, no, but it makes a lot more, a lot of sense though. If you're 
pulling traffic from Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Do you have you ever do like any videos with like how you make the stuff or anything like that? Oh, um, I have, and I've recorded some things and I've made some reels on Instagram, but I hate Instagram for reels. Yeah. yeah. For reels. That's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, but every time I make a reel, it, it, breaks a bunch of times and it, the editing sucks and then i go to upload it and the the music or the sounds don't match the video and then it cuts it short i'm like what am i doing wrong here because it works <laughs> in the preview and then i upload it and it's all wrong so <laughs> that's beautiful oh i hate Insta instagram for that so i don't know do you do your real editing on instagram or do you I know a lot of people that just do it right with the app. Um, when okay. I do mine, I, act, I I I use Premiere, Adobe Premiere. Okay. And then basically that way, when the way that I edit it, I can just take that file and put it on YouTube, put it on Instagram, put it on TikTok, and it's like the same thing. I yeah. used to do different, like I used to to build the Instagram one on Instagram, and yep. um, that way I could use like their like copyright music, you know. Yep. But eventually I just started just doing the same thing because like it was just more work for me to do it over again somewhere else. So oh, yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'll just use this the service that I have. It's called Epi Epidemic. I get music from there. Okay. And then, um, I had this one. I loved it. And I it was this trending audio on Instagram. And I, I saved it. I'm like, I have a great idea. And I'm going for a ride today. So I'll get some footage and I'll make it work. Got home. I made the reel, posted it. At that night, the next morning, it's like this audio is no longer supported by Instagram. It took it off, so now it's just this <laughs> blank video. I'm like, oh, yeah, drive me crazy. Yeah, that's the the beauty of social media, right? It's just yeah. like forever changing. So, um, at this point, you have a lot of products up there. Like, how do you know how many you have all together? Uh, not really, and there's a lot of variations. So some. On my website, it's like you have 700 products. I'm like, you're a liar, and it's like, well, it'll, it'll show you like each color of each bracelet is a product. I'm like, well, no, I have, I have like five bracelet styles, a couple yeah. of necklaces. Like, I probably have around 40 designs, mm -hmm. maybe 50. Uh, I have a lot more ideas too that I want to make, but mm -hmm. you know, it's just whenever I get to it. Yeah. So is it like um? something that i mean obviously you said at christmas you you have to make a bunch of stuff ahead of time yeah otherwise are you kind of like making it as the orders come in or is it like that many orders now that you're actually you need to have some kind of stock um i made a goal this year to have a little bit more inventory to make it less volatile like oh i gotta go make a bracelet it's like so if i can have five or ten of each color and that's part of getting a room set up so I can have inventory displayed and have it all where I can find it. Mm -hmm. So I also, I've been meaning to talk to a guy about being a production partner for making some bracelets so I can focus on some other things. But mm -hmm. um, again, I've just been busy with the holidays and then making my website. So yeah, I, yeah. I'll drop the ball on that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I get yeah. enough like custom orders and, uh, I've made trophies for races. I make awards for races and I made like these thank you plaques for 
um, a sponsorship that a bike team used. So mm -hmm. I get a lot of custom, like bigger projects like that. Mm -hmm. I actually have, there's a festival that's coming up in Holland, Michigan that I'm making this big sculpture for. It's this big four by eight thing with a bunch of flowers on it. So like I'm going to make the bikes out like flowers out of bike chains and put it on it. So that I should get working on very quickly, but yeah. Yeah. I, I can say that, you know, from running my, my biker business, let's just call it that, that, um, mm -hmm. There's a million things that you end up wasting your time on, or, or not wasting, but like you end up spending your time on that zero people see, but it just takes a tremendous amount of time. And it's like, yes, things like you were saying about like being organized or like, yep. you know, it was like, just like, like I was joking earlier about setting up the Etsy store, but it was like, oh, you want a banner background, but you want yours to look nice and not like, just some picture that you threw up there and then it's like, oh, well, I want this to have like, you know, a common theme or, you know, yeah. like whenever somebody orders something like there's a sticker in there that has the same thing. And yeah, it's just, um, just all these like little teeny tiny touches that just, you're like, wow, yeah. how did I spend a whole day on that? You know? And again, that was Saturday. I was, I've been, getting by on like photo editing through ms paint like my skills <laughs> from 25 years ago <laughs> like i gotta get something better because like my logo here uh -huh. i pulled like the s out of my my other logo uh -huh. in paint and i'm like there's a better way to do that so i spent like saturday like i said i was i had new shirt design ideas that i uh, wanted to do, but I, I had to learn a new software to learn how to edit pictures. So, so what are you using? Uh, GIMP. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's <you're>... free. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's funny. Yeah, no, that's a good program though. Honestly, like there's a lot of power in that and it, it, it definitely will teach you like what you need, you know, like what, what am I trying to say? Because it's such a popular free one, there's yeah. probably a lot of videos on YouTube on how to use it. And so yeah. it'll um, also like teach you the basics of what any other program would have. So like you'll yeah. understand layers and things like that where you probably weren't having yeah. those before. So I used to I used Photoshop shop back in high school and I got really good at it, but then you know you don't use it for 20 plus years and you lose it. So yeah, everything goes away. Yeah. Yeah. And it changes. So yeah. Yeah. And it's like then the other thing is too is like once you get in bed with one software, you're like stuck too. So yeah. Like, might as well get stuck on the free one instead of the one that's getting you for like <laughs> God knows how much it is every month. So yeah. Some of that stuff though, it's like I don't have I don't like get upset about paying the money for just because in my mind I'm like, oh, I can just like use it as a write-off. So then it's not like as um as much of a pain in the ass or like it doesn't bother me as much you know yeah so um yeah yeah so if you bring somebody else on then that kind of changes the business though because then you have like um different things that you have to do as far as like how you're running it running it 
Or yeah, just kind of like more like a friend friend kind of relationship. Yeah, I'll figure that out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll yeah. probably just buy them from like just pay a price for each one, each unit, versus like sense. paid yeah, by yeah, the yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's way easier than it's like then he's like a like a contractor. Yeah, that's rad. Yeah. Well, could uh, always outsource, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Next thing you know, all your stuff will be on Alibaba. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> yeah. So the stickers that you sent me, did are you making these or are you getting these made? Oh, I get those made. Yeah. Yeah, just wherever's having a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. I um went down. That was another rabbit hole that I didn't want to go down, but I did, which was uh, yeah. buying a cricket. And then... Yep. <laughs> Which is nice though, because you, like you said, you you're making shirts and stuff. Yeah, and I actually like having the cricket for that because there's been a handful of designs that I I've like dreamt up on on Illustrator and I thought looked really sick, and then once mm -hmm. I got them printed and put them on, like when when you're wearing them, they don't actually look good. Yeah, like the the way that the design falls or something like that. So what I'll do is I'll I'll make something with the cricket first like use blanks that i bought at michael's or something like that put it on there and then i'm like okay i'm happy with like the size or yeah whatever how it looks then i can add it to my my printful shop where it's all the the direct to garment. yeah and that's that's where i spent saturday i had this design in mind and i i threw it on a shirt i'm like well that's terrible yes yeah yes <laughs> i'm not doing that one <laughs> yeah it's funny how some of that stuff will look like like a design will just look, it'll look really cool, but like just the way that it sits on your body or something like that, yeah. it just, it just won't work. And then you're like, man, what the fuck, man? I just spent like eight hours of my day, like <laughs> doing this over and over and over again. And like, you're super happy about like what it looks like, but then yeah, wah, wah, wah. I guess that's the, the benefit of stickers. So like, then you at least have the design, you can use it for a sticker. Usually it'll look all right on a sticker. Right. So. Right on, man. What, uh, got, what do you um? We go got ahead. another thing that we should cover. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, riding in Jamaica. Oh, you're. That's right. You went too, right? Yeah, yeah. And you gave me all those pointers. Oh, I totally forgot that that was you, dude. I talked to so many people online. Yeah, and uh, it, and it's so hard for me to put it all together. Sometimes it it it's like. Like I will legitimately lose conversations that I don't want to lose where yeah. it'll be like, somebody is like, Hey, in like a month, like I'm going to be doing this and I want to ride or I don't know yeah. what the situation is. Right. But it'll be something like that. Like, right. And then I'll be like, Oh shit, I'm going to go respond to that guy. I know there was this dude that was talking to me that was going to move down here from okay. like the PNW. And he was like, yeah, dude, I'm in the building and blah, blah, blah. Like I like to ride and, and uh, I was like, sweet, dude, hit me up when you get here. And and then um, then I was like, he said he was moving in December. And then I go into my freaking Instagram. I'm like, dude, there's so many mess. Like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, there was somebody I was just talking to yesterday. And I'm like, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Mm -hmm. I don't even know. I can't. Yeah. Like, was it there? Was it was it on uh, on TikTok? Was it on YouTube? Was it on Facebook? Like, I, oh, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, so you went to Jamaica. Where, 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 what was the reason you guys went there? Uh, so we went like 
my wife and I went with my dad, his girlfriend, and my sister and her husband at the time. Mm -hmm. and Have you ever been before? No. Okay. No. So we were looking for places to go, and Jamaica came up, and I was like, hey, if we go here, I can go biking at Ocho Rios, uh, yeah. which was only like 30, 45 minutes away, because uh -huh. uh, we stayed in Runaway Bay. And I remember... Okay, yeah. So I had asked you, like, Montego hey, Bay is probably where you where you stayed, huh? No, I think I think it was Runaway Bay. Yeah, Montego okay. Bay is where you fly in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's Runaway Bay because it's most the way to Ocho Rios. Okay, cool. So, so yeah, I, I start looking into it and I look up single track Jamaica. I'm, I'm like stoked about it. Like this is gonna be awesome. And I don't know. I think I was expecting a little too much. Yeah. I was like, I was oh, we're gonna go this more more than like what it ended up being, and yeah, I, so I think that's why I try I tried to like give you the heads up even in the video. I, I try to tell people like, yeah. this is not epic riding. Like this is just like well, you got it to wasn't ride the riding. Yeah. It was so we had the guy, uh, we had a guy come pick us up. There was an added fee, uh -huh. uh, but he came and picked us up from our resort and drove us over there. And I'm expecting to go to this bike shop and you know look around at some cool bikes and buy some swag and you know, get a Jamaica, a single track to make a shirt. And yeah, that's not happening. No, no. We, <laughs> we park in this parking lot. I'm like, what are we doing? And like, we don't have bikes in this car, this commuter car that the guy brought. And it's like, Oh, we're going to meet your ride. And he pulls up in a taxi. Like we yeah. have the same driver. You did. Jacob. Oh, nice. Yeah. So he pulls up and there's all these bikes like and we were renting bikes so they're all like folded up in the back like uh -huh. like you know and we're waiting for the roshan the guide the same one you had yeah yeah and we're just like this is so awkward like our our shuttle guy showed up a half hour late and then we sat around in some weird alley for about another half hour waiting for jiga yeah, and then we're just like, okay, this is weird. This is Jamaica. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hindsight says everything's okay because we're both still alive and we have our livers and kidneys and everything. Yeah, yeah. But man, we went we went up to the top of the shuttle and like they pull the bikes out and here you go. And I'm like, okay, they're, they're a little clapped out, but I don't care, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But the seats are like way too high and low and like do you have any tools we could you know adjust some of these things he gets this five gallon bucket and just like sets it down and he's like sure everything's in there and i'm like excellent and then he starts telling us about the droppers and that i'm like yeah we know but um yeah it was just interesting then we go down and i like the riding it was fine it was yeah, fun yeah. we did a, it looked like we did a little bit different than what you did mm -hmm. um my wife went with me and she's uh more of a beginner but mm -hmm. so yeah we get to the bottom and then we get everything in the taxi and we're going to the next top of the hill and we stop at this gas station like all right we need to get fuel but no we stop and jigga's just talking to people he's pulling people over to the car and he's talking to them i'm like and they're talking they're Jamaicanese, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Like English, like, but like with their dialect added into yeah. it. Yeah, everything, yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. And I know they know I have a lot of cash on me. And like, 
this is so uncomfortable. And he was buying lottery tickets. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. Oh, lot lottery tickets and smokes. Yeah. So, but yeah, and was, I mean, I've been to Jamaica a handful of times, so I think none of those things really like surprised me. Mm -hmm. And uh, but I, I do remember like having a little bit of a higher expectation. Like in my head, I thought it would be like a like a like a Toyota Tacoma, and we just throw the bikes over the the tailgate and like or like something like that, you know. And and uh, I definitely was not expecting like a, a regular like for those of you guys listening, it's like a like a like a mom grocery getter freaking car that all the taxi cab drivers like probably a minivan like like it, but it like was. a baby minivan you know it it's was a like, stick shift like Toyota Sienna or something yeah. like that yeah because yeah. my wife sat in the middle and he was shifting and I was like there yeah. you go <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. so I like when I got there I think it was like what you said like it was this like parking lot back behind some building like next to the dumpster and they're yeah like, they're like all right here you go and, and like i had just got over there i i took a taxi to get there because i was like pretty far away yeah and um so my bike was like literally just coming out of the bag you know so yep. i'm i'm like kind of thinking that we were going to be in a business like what you were saying so i'm like yeah. okay well i can put my bike together here no big deal right and then um I'm putting my stem on and I and I snap the freaking one of the stem stem bolts, right? Oh. And I'm like, oh God, dude, this is bad. And uh by that time, like I think Rashawn showed up or something, or no, the, the owner had came by and uh I was like, Do you guys have like anything? Like, is there there? He's like, dude, there is not a bike shop on this island, dude. Like, yeah, like like if something goes wrong, like you either deal with it or you don't ride. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like I was like, all right, well, three stem bolts it is. So, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I put my bike together and then it, it was like, oh, wait a minute. Now we need to take them all apart so that we can try to fit them in the back of this car. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, no, it was entertaining that way. And, uh, um, yeah. But overall, yep. I mean, honestly, well, like for what the experience was, like to be there and like go on a mountain bike ride and, and, and even more than that, like, where you're riding is like legit Jamaica. So it's like, yeah. you definitely get to see what the majority of that country is like compared to like what you see at the resort, you know? Absolutely. You're riding around all the goats and uh, yeah. The, yeah. the local like, swimming holes and yeah. 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 And just like, uh, you know, what they would maybe call a bar, which looks like, like a box the size of like four telephone booths with some liquor <laughs> bottles in the back of it. And they're like, Oh yeah, this is a bar I go to on Fridays. And you're like, that is not a bar. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is a wooden shack that, yep. um, in the middle of this jungle. <laughs> yep. But, uh, but it's Jamaica, you know, and so everything's going to be all right. Well, you didn't mention the the owner is like an eye doctor, or he's yeah, the only, an optometrist. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's the only eye surgeon on the island. And I'm like, this guy could totally get a kidney out of me. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I definitely like in my mind, like, you know, it's like the entrepreneur in me. In my mind, I was like, dude, I could do this so different and yeah. like easily turn it into something like way more than what it is. Yeah. And it wouldn't take a lot of effort, you know, and just uh but I think the other end of it is like how many people are actually coming there to do it? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, right. That's probably really what it comes down to is that there's, there's probably not many people that are, that are doing like that, yeah. you know? And I would imagine I, like if you put the effort into it, you could probably build up to be more, but he does like a fat tire, what they call the fat tire festival, like once yeah. a year. And I think cause of COVID they, he stopped doing it, but I, I would like to go back to that because uh -huh. that was like a, something like three or four days of riding or maybe it was like maybe it might even been a whole week and they're yeah. just like going all over the place and um that looked like a lot of fun just to be like with a group of you know 50 people i think when i went it was you know just me and the one guy or the two guides and um both of those guys are not much of, of talkers I don't know. Yeah. Like John didn't really say much the whole time. It's like I had to force words out of him, you know? Yep. So uh it was it definitely would be like cooler to be like there. At least you had like your wife with you. So yeah. Um but yeah, no, I mean it's definitely um it's really cool to to travel and ride somewhere else. Yeah, um, absolutely. I never did that before I had the channel, like ever, you know, other than yeah, I never really did that, like where now it's like like a few years back it was like one of my buddy's weddings it's like dude i'm going to hawaii i'm going to take my bike and figure out where i can ride there it's like yeah and once you do it a couple of times you're like this is actually like really cool you know like yeah. to, to add this in and it's super fun to to ride somewhere completely different like that yeah i would you I, think of jamaica i loved it i and yeah. i even told my wife i was like as as scared as I was about, you know, the kidneys and, you know, the surgeries that we didn't sign up for, yeah, I would do that biking again. Yeah. I thought it was a blast. I had a good time. Um, I love Jamaica. I love the resort. It's the first time I've ever been to an all-inclusive since I was probably 15. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, we had a lot of red stripes. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That's I, all you drink there. Well, we, we drank them out of them. We drank yeah. our resort out of red stripes. And there they started giving us El Presidente. Oh, I didn't even know they had any other beers there. Well, that one's from the Dominican. Oh, okay. And it's not as good. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Red Stripe's like not a great beer, but it's not a bad one. So it's right. Like, it's like a, but, it's like I mean, a I, we were light probably like a, a Bud Light or something, you know? Yeah, and you're drinking like 30 a day. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they give you this other one. You're like, whoa, way different. <laughs> Where were you guys staying there? Like you said, Runaway Bay. So, and you said it yeah, was about uh, forty minutes from from Otaris? Yeah, it was uh, Bohia Prince Principe. Huh, something okay, like that. Yeah, yeah. The resort was. Yeah. We had a great view. We were on the seventh floor, and it was an amazing view. Yeah, uh, we saw over all the pools and the beach and everything. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was great. I loved it. Yeah, I mean, it was all you can eat. I gained eleven pounds that week. So there you go. Yeah. Dude, every time I've been there a hand, like a couple of times now, I think three or four times. And um, like when I leave, I'm like, I, I need to go somewhere else. And then about yeah. like a year later, I'm like, I want to go back. <laughs> it's just like 
I don't know. The people there are just, uh, they're just awesome. Like I really, yeah. really enjoy the people there. And, and um, but at this point I've seen so much, like I've pretty much been at every attraction that they have. So yeah. uh, um, I feel like I should go somewhere else in the Caribbean, but I don't know where, where, where to go. So yeah, my, my wife, she's like, she liked it. She's like, it's cool, but they're, they're so relaxed there and like yeah. laid back. They're not, serving you they're not coming up to you begging you to give you drinks and like she's yeah. been to uh mexico a couple times like cancun and whatnot and she's like yeah. they beg for your service like here yeah. let me get you a drink let me get you a drink and she's like that is that's not the case in jamaica which yeah. wasn't a big deal we were by the swim up bar all day so it's yeah, like yeah. i can i can flub my way you know 20 yeah. feet over to get a drink yeah, and who knows? It could be the like a resort too. Sometimes, like the the resort I was at last time, compared to the two that I was two or three that I was at before, um, it definitely was a little bit different of a vibe than than some of the other ones. And um, like I stayed at a Sandals the very first time I was there, and they had like a like a I don't know what you call them, like an ambassador of fun or something. Like there was like people walking around, like trying to get people to do shit all the time. Like let's go play this game on the beach and like oh. let's do this drinking game. And so and then there was like another one that I went to that was more like, like it's okay, you can just read a book and drink all day. It's fine, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. Um, and then like the place I was at last time was definitely like on the man. You guys have some damn good marketing pictures because. <laughs> <laughs> this place doesn't quite look like that, but I see the angles that you took. I know the yeah. filters you use now. Yep. <laughs> you made me smarter for the next time I buy a place or rent a place or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that it's, it's just a, it's a really cool Island. There's a lot of like really fun stuff there. So yeah, the people for sure are just really rad. So, yeah. See, I try to, I try to turn every trip into a biking trip it's like oh we're going to like you said this wedding okay let's let's look up a place to ride by or yeah sometimes i'll even ride my bike from my house to the place so mm -hmm. um you know if it's within 100 miles i'm like i could ride there and i'll like meet my wife and the kids there and just be exhausted <laughs> but yeah. yeah that's that's a legit ride so you have like a uh full-on like a road bike or a gravel bike what do you like to ride uh most of my riding and i i stick to all the gravel roads we have a lot around us that but all of ours are farm roads and super flat you're just out in the middle of these farm fields but i ride a single speed mountain bike everywhere for the most part mm -hmm. so right. any any trip i usually take that wow mm -hmm. that's 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 some commitment man on the single speed <laughs> i guess you probably have it geared pretty high though if you know it's all flat not really <laughs> What do it's, you what do you what do you have on there? Um, so it's 32 Oh wow, that is pretty low then. Yeah, so it's it's also my mountain bike. Um yeah. I'm doing a hundred mile mountain bike race in June, and I'm using that same bike, same gearing. So but we don't have the elevation like you have. That hundred mile race will probably be nine thousand feet of climbing. So wow. That's it's, still a shitload of fucking climbing, dude, on a single speed. Yeah. 9,000 feet? I think. I, I did the race 10 years ago with gears. 
And Dude, nine thousand feet is a lot of elevation, man. I think it's that. But I mean, you're also going a hundred miles. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just like, because <laughs> I, I mean, I think the the ride around Tahoe is like seventy five miles, and I don't even think that's nine thousand. I think that's like, huh. yeah. But I mean, nice. that's yeah. I'm I'm curious. It might. It could be. It very well could be, dude. But yeah, I feel like that's a big number for. Then we'll cut it in half, huh? <laughs> I said, then we'll cut it in half. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, forty five hundred. That sounds more like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forty five hundred. You know, fifty miles. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. I did do. I did a race across the state. It's uh, it's called coast to coast. So Michigan is shaped like a mitten, mm-hmm. and we raced from the thumb side all the way across. And that was 213 miles. Mm-hmm. And that was, I want to say, 6,000 feet. Yeah, that makes climbing. sense. And that was all gravel. Uh-huh. So is the other the other ride that you were just talking about, is that in Michigan too, or is that somewhere else? Uh, the mountain bike race? Yeah. Yeah, that's in Michigan. Okay. Huh. What do you get on a, like an average ride there? Like what's your like normal kind of elevation for, I don't know, 15 miles or something? If we get a hundred feet per mile, that's pretty good. Wow. Yeah. So, so is the trail is all like pretty just like up and down, like little little small ups and downs. Yes, exactly. It's like they call them punchy climbs. So if you're climbing for thirty to forty five seconds, that's you know maybe two minutes tops, but that's like yeah. as long as you're climbing. It's not like you yeah. go out for 45 minutes and climb and then yeah. you bomb down for 15 minutes. It's like you go up for 45 seconds, come down for 15 and then do it over again. So it's like yeah. intervals pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's very interesting. I mean, it's, it's so different than where I ride. I mean, yeah. I've, like out here, I mean, you see, you see the videos that I put out. It's like, yeah, sometimes like we could be climbing for like 10 miles straight, you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah, no, ours it's like I mean if you're if you're climbing a quarter mile, it's like that's long. I went yeah. to North Carolina for a, a trip and I went on a ride. I I went to Oscar Blues Brewing and they have like a Wednesday night ride and I just like joined on. I'm like, all right, what do you guys want to do? And I'm like, I'm from Michigan. Like just let's go do whatever you want to do. And I'm the only one on a hardtail. And they're like, oh no, man. I'm like Okay, so we all start climbing, and I'm I'm ready to out climb them. Like I'm ready to pass them, and I didn't realize we'd be climbing for so long because our elevation profile was like we went up, down, and then they're like, "Hey, you want to go again?" And we're like, "Sure." So we went up, down. Our whole elevation was like this big M. Yeah. But yeah, so that was a little shell shock. <laughs> was like, oh, okay, so this is climb downhill, climb downhill, and then I'm done. Yeah, that's how it goes. For the yeah. most part. <laughs> yeah. We're places yeah. with mountains. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. when I got into mountain biking, my body, we were 16 and he's like, you want to go mountain biking? I'm like, when, where, where are we going to Colorado? What are we going to do? He's like, no, we'll go to a course around here. I'm like, when he's like today. It's like, what one? I don't like, I have a five-year-old BMX bike. Like, I don't, what do you mean? Mountain bike. He's like, oh, you can go buy one at Meyer. So I went and got an $89 full suspension uh, next bike at Meyer and a helmet. 
I think I was out of out the door for like hundred and ten dollars, and we went mountain biking on yeah. hills. But I still died. <laughs> I was miserable. I used to. I remember we would do six miles, and I'm like, "This is impossible." We'd be walking back to the car, and never once in my mind it took me probably three years of riding to realize you could possibly do a second lap. Like, yeah. <laughs> never even fathomed in my mind. We we would find shortcuts out before we would think about doing more. It was, yeah. But yeah, it's I've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. Now you now you ride single speed everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Do you got? Do you do the the fat biking thing as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. How's that? If, if I had one bike, I tell everyone: if I had one bike in Michigan, it would be a fat bike. Yeah. Why um, is that? Uh, because it's good year round. Um, you can ride it on the snow. I can ride it on the beach. Um, I, I actually did a road race on that bike that and that was cool. one of the more, it was actually funny. I averaged, it was ridiculous. It was like 21.9 miles per hour or 22.9. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I, that was right after I did coast to coast that 213 mile race. And I was in great shape. And I was on the fat bike. I blew by this guy climbing a hill and he had an arrow helmet on. It had like the big point and he yeah. was down tucked in on like a cross or a, a tri bike. Yeah. And he was tucked in and I blew by him and that bike was so loud on the road. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. sounds like a truck. Right. And I just sprinted past him. And that, that race had a, like a 20, 40 and 80 option. And he catches he catches back up to me. I could tell he like worked hard to get back up to me. And he's like, "Are you doing the forty or the 80? I'm like, 40. He's like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, see you, Arrow Man. And I like just took off. And <laughs> I ended up taking like 14th place overall for the 40 mile out of oh, like wow. several hundred people. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that I was yeah. in really good shape, but. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have five-inch tires. It was ridiculous. <laughs> right? Were, yeah. were you running, like, almost slicks or? No. I have, well, they're Schwalbe Jumbo Gyms, so it's uh -huh. it's a pretty, like, it's just a big balloon. But That's crazy. They're not what slicks, you... but I had them pumped up. Like, normally I'll run them at, like, 5 to 7 PSI. Right. I had them at 19. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like a basketball. You'd, be, like, <laughs> bounce around. Oh wow, that's crazy. Oh, the worst thing about it, I obviously this is how serious I took it. I put streamers in the ends of my handlebars uh -huh. as a joke. And those streamers were like slapping my arm the whole time. And I had like these little micro cuts and it just annoyed the crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you got done, look like you were just wrestling a freaking mountain lion for the last <laughs> yeah. four hours or whatever it was. Exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, nowadays you got this, this website set up with tinkering cyclists. What's yep. the, uh, where, where do you want to see it go? Uh, I don't know. Um, honestly, I think, like I said, I do have the four-year-old twins. I think it'd be cool to, uh, keep around so they could start doing work for me and learning some life skills and, Mm -hmm. you know, learning how to use some of the tools and, you know, maybe 
and they could start that at any point. Like right now, they'll put the shipping labels on sometimes, and they'll get all yeah. crooked or they'll screw stuff yeah. up. But I figured it'd be a good way to teach them life lessons, like working and how money works, and uh, have them take over some portions. So maybe when they're thirteen and they're a marketing whiz, okay, then do it for me. Make my Instagram reels for me, so I don't have to, yeah. you know, get so mad about it. But honestly, I think that'd be a cool way to go. That's Ideally, what it's a great uh, perspective, man. Honestly, yeah. Like, well, and I, I thought, like, go ahead. Like, there's always that thought if it could take over my day job, which it couldn't, but yeah. it's like it'll be a nice supplement. And then if I retire earlier, like, I have a financial advisor I go to. If I one day want to retire, and he's like, yeah, sure, all you have to do is make 20 grand a year. I'm like, okay, well. I could find a way to do that. And yeah. Just tinker around. Because I, I can't sit still. Even if I read, even if I retired, I would still be doing something and I would probably be tr trying to do something productive. Yeah. So, and I don't know that I'll be interested in this in 20, 30 years when I do retire. But yeah, but I think, you know, for, uh, for your kids. Yeah. It's it's something that you'll already have an established um, amount of, of like like sales by that point, you know. Yep. For them to be like, I know I was pretty young that I wanted to make money, and um, it took a while until I was actually old enough to get a real job, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, what do you do? You like try to like mow a lawn, or you try to like. Yep. you know whatever you could do you know like like my daughter like when she was younger it'd be like maybe she could like watch somebody's kids or something like that yeah or, you know and it's just like but this would be like hey it's like you have this opportunity right here exactly at your house you know and um yeah i think that's a, that's a really great perspective i really like that i think that's uh that's good and i think you know i don't know too many people um nowadays i i think they how do I say this? A lot of parents aren't that active with their kids anymore, you know? And uh, yeah. it, it's good to see people actually, you know, trying to enroll their children that way. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are, are really, and I'm not trying to like, like, like be mean or overgeneralize or anything, but like, because of all the technology that we have in our lives, it's really easy as a parent to like lean on that stuff. Yeah. You know, it's really easy to like forget that your kid was playing Nintendo from, you know, the time he got off of school until dinner. You're like, shit, that just happened. You know, yep. like, and, um, and it's really easy to have young kids and like, and, um, you know, let them, let them watch some iPad instead of, um, dealing with them and whatever they want to get into at, at the grocery store or whatever. You know what I mean? So. Yep um oh that's awesome i really like that mm -hmm. what um where where else would you like to see like if if you were like thinking about like the the possibility of you quitting your job and i completely understand where you're coming from because you said you're an engineer i mean just like me i do it like yeah. youtube has a long way to go before it catches <laughs> up to my my day job payment pay pay scale but um like what would it like 
what is it that's appealing to you about that idea? Uh, I don't know. Um, doing something that I'm passionate about, I think. I love, <clears throat> I like talking to people about their passions. Um, mm -hmm. Like I've been in management quite a bit and that's actually what I do right now. But it's, it's cool to talk to people that are passionate about things. Mm -hmm. um, and I, when I used to get hourly employees, I would ask, Hey, what do you do for fun? And a lot of people would be like, I don't know. I watch TV, hang out. And I'm like, so you do nothing. Like that's what you do. But then this one girl's like, Oh, uh, well it's really old, but I like to crochet. She's like, I feel like an old lady. I'm like, that's awesome. What's your favorite thing you've ever crocheted? What's the biggest thing you've ever done? What's the, yeah. you know, yeah. What's the difference between that and knitting? And that's what I learned about that. And it's like, I can talk to someone if they're passionate about something. Yeah. And I think this is something that I'm passionate about at the, at the moment. And I, it's cool because I, I just get to tinker with things and it's not like, I don't want, I wouldn't want to sit around and make bracelets my entire life. I couldn't right. do that. There's no way. Right. That's why I'm already looking for someone else to do it for me. Um, yeah. But just that, like that, just coming up with new stuff, learning, learning how to make a website, learning how to yeah. make reels, learning how to make new shirt designs and get those made. And yeah, uh, I think that's, I think there's, it would always be a rolling thing that I could always be learning something about. And I think there's, mm -hmm. you know, like I said, I'm just trying to build a brand and yeah. I think that would keep me going. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of things that you said in there I can really relate with. Like, I think earlier where I say I really like to make stuff there, the other part of it is I really like to learn stuff. And yeah. so like, that's part of like making something is like, oh, now I have to learn how to use this 3D printer. I have to learn how to use this like cricket. I have to learn how to, how to make a t-shirt, you know, or like all these or things. Software or website yeah. or, Yeah. 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 And th that, that's very exciting to me. The other thing that you said too, that like, oh my God, this is like one of my pet peeves too, is when you ask people what their hobbies are, you know, or like what you said, what do you do for fun? And it's like, there are so many people, cause that's like one of those things I always ask. Cause in the back of my mind, I want them to say they mountain bike, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like that's really what I'm looking for. And if they yeah. say anything else, I'll, I'll still be interested, but not as interested. You're right? like, oh, look at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like uh, I ask people that all the time, like, hey, what do you do for fun? And and it is surprising to me how many people that that is like a trick question to, yeah. you know, where they they just like instantly stumble. And they're mm -hmm. like, uh, and you're like, dude, when somebody asked me that, like, I know immediately, like, I got a list of things. I'm like, yeah, I like the mountain, yeah. I like paintball, I like to do this 3D printing, I like to go skiing. I like, you know, it's like, what else? Yeah. You to, I'm gonna tell you all the things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but uh, so many people they really get hung up, and then I notice that they'll like uh they'll kind of revert to what they probably think I want to hear. So oh. like instantly it'll be like, oh, uh, like hiking. Yeah. I like to go hiking and I like to go camping. And you're like, oh, what? Well, when was the last time you went? And you're like, last year we went on this, uh, hike. And I'm like, you're not into hiking. At the <laughs> mall. Yeah. Yeah. It was a yeah. hike to get over to Macy's though. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing where it's like, sometimes I'm like, look, dude, if your thing is like, 
I like to go home and and Netflix and and that's it. Like that's fine. Just like own it though. You know what I mean? Right. Like, 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 oh, I'm a movie like, connoisseur. And it's yeah, like, I, or I love it. You know? like, yeah. Okay. What's yeah. your favorite movie? What's your favorite genre? Like, what movie recently was terrible? Or, yeah. yeah. Like, just tell yeah. me. Yeah. It's very interesting that people like, like that, that, that's such a trick question, too. Like, it's, it, you yeah. can tell me, dude. I like going home, getting drunk every day. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> Fucking, I get it. You know, like, yeah. whatever it is, you know. What do you do like, for hangovers? Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> blend? Yeah, yeah, but it, it's just uh, yeah, yeah. That one, it just—I don't know. It really surprises me how many people. Like, it makes me question: Is like, what do you do then? Do you like just yeah. not like? Do is there a lot of people that just don't like? They just go to work. They come home and they're like, Groundhog Day again. You yeah. know, I couldn't live like that. Well, I used to have an employee. He was his. He said he looked forward to coming to work. Like that's how bad his home life was. And I was like, oh gosh, that's yeah. <laughs> like, like I dread Monday. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I mean, I like doing what I do, but it's like yeah. I definitely like I don't like it like that. I don't like it like yeah, exactly. on that bike ride. You know? Yeah. If they stop paying me, I'm gonna stop showing up. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's like uh like you were saying, you know, it, if you get to the point where you, or when you get to the point when you retire, that you'll still be doing things. And, and I'm the same way. I'm always like, like here and there, I'll have those days where it's like, yep, today we're going to watch Netflix from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And that's yep. okay. <laughs> and those days don't happen often, but they happen, you know? And it's like, you're like, that was fun. I watched a whole season of something right on. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm just like, my brain just wants to go all the time, you know? And oh, it's yeah. like, like even like last night, I was like printing that thing that I showed you earlier. And then I was like, oh, I, I wanted to adjust something. And it was like, I'm just laying in there in bed, like thinking about how I would do it in the program. And it's like <sighs> everything, it took everything I had not to just get up and go do it. And I knew... I was like, if I get up, I'm going to go up there and then I'm going to be like rabbit hole for the next, next thing you know, it's going to be two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, look, I made all these other things too. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, I had to like fight that, but, um, but yeah, no, I just like staying, I like, I like doing things. And when I don't do things for a, a, a period of time, I really, I actually get depressed. Yeah. You know, like when I've been injured or something like that and it just like, before I move on to something, like if I don't find something else to, to keep me like mentally stimulated, I, I will like, I definitely will get down, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what else do you like to do other than ride bikes? Um, I do stand corrected. Lumberjack 100 is 70, 76, 48 feet of climbing. All right. Still, so. that's still a big day. Yeah, but that makes more sense to me. Yeah, it's funny because when you look it up on the map, it's like up here in Michigan. And yes, this is a map of Michigan. Yeah. It's like up here. And if you look at the terrain map, there's like one little blip right here that there's elevation and it's yeah. all around that. It's just oh, this big yeah. hill. So you go up and down it. But yeah, like a billion times. Well, Dude. yeah, it's it's three thirty three mile laps. 
that's not bad. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I bet by the time the third time you're like, I have <laughs> to see that tree one more time, man. <laughs> yeah, I've only done it once and it was on gears. It was 10 years ago. And I don't, I mean, I was young and dumb then, but now I'm like older and stubborn. So yeah. I, I, I just hope I finish it. If I have to walk a hill, I'm going to walk. There's 100 miles on dirt though the whole time? Yeah. Yep. There's like a one mile lead in like yeah. to break up the traffic a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's on pavement, but that's it. That's a big day, man. Like, honestly, like, yes, it's a lot of miles, but it's still like, that's a lot of elevation. I mean, yeah, that I, I've done like seven or eight. I can't remember what I got. I was trying to do 10K. I want to do a 10K ride. Yeah. And every year, like I, whenever I like get close, then something happens or like the freaking time changes. And then I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> and uh, I think it was like somewhere between maybe around seven, seven or eight that we did. Okay. And that was like, I remember being like, dude, that's a legitimate amount of freaking climbing, man. Yeah. What are you doing to train for it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, right now, I just need to get some miles on. I've just been going. We live by this one hill, and it's, I think it's 88 feet of climbing, which is nothing, but it's in a, like about a quarter mile. So I've just been going over there and doing some hill repeats. Um, but it'll like come spring. If we go down to my in-laws, they live about 70 or 80 miles away. I'll ride down there instead of driving. I'll meet my wife down there. Um, I have a bunch of big, stupid, dumb rides that I always come up with. So I'll do those. Um, yeah, I like planning rides. I spend a lot of time on ride with GPS, just mapping out stupid stuff. So do you like doing like bike packing kind of stuff or we've done that. We, we did a bike packing trip in September this year. That was our first one. My wife's been really interested in it. So yeah, that sounds fun. Um, but that was our only trip we've done. We've done backpacking, which the whole time I was like, I could be over there if I was on my bike and I'm just still walking. Like that Dude, same thing with hiking. I'm like, yeah. I could totally be riding this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My wife likes to hike and um, that is me the whole time that we're doing it. And un unfortunately also out loud. So yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she does not really care for that so much. Yep. So. Yep. You're like, she I'm said, on this switchback and I'm going to be over there, but it's like 15 minutes from now. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's this spot that I, uh, I ride a lot and, you know, whenever she wants to go to a hike, I'm always like, oh, we can go over here. And like, it's like a, usually a ride that I've done, you know? So, yeah. And holy shit, I realized like how much further a mile or two is when you're walking compared to when you're on a bike. You're like, oh my God, I feel like we've been walking forever. And yeah. we're not even to like that first little creek crossing. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Good times, man. Right on, dude. Well, honestly, at this point, it's almost two hours. I always like to ask people what kind of YouTube channels they like to watch. I know you talked about the biker channel earlier. What else yep. do you like to watch? Well, I got to shout out uh, Mountain Bike Q&A and the segment because oh, they yeah. both had me on a podcast. 
Um, oh, nice. I saw not by Q&A's in the, the comments earlier. Yeah, I, I think he's got his own going on right now. But, yeah, he was on earlier. Um, but, yeah, I also Chicken Sendies. He He's a good supporter of the channel. But... I've heard that one a handful of times. I have no. I have to. I have yeah. to look that one up. I keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. And what, what do they make? Like, uh, it's biking content. Mm -hmm. Content. Um, but like IFHT, Mahalo, my dude. You know, their production quality is great, and all the other big uh, biking ones. Um, one that's not biking related is BM Sculptures. Mm -hmm. So he makes things out of epoxy and uh, wood. And he'll make some things out of like reclaimed car tires and he just makes big sculptures. Mm -hmm. And I, I was watching him. I'm like, this guy is really interesting. And you could tell he's a really fit dude. I'm like, what? Like, and I saw in the background one, there was this Jersey and I looked it up and he was, he was a pitcher in the, in the MLB for like oh, Toronto. Wow. Yeah. I was like, no shit. So I looked him up and like, like oh he had a real life before making sculptures but that's a pretty cool one to check out yeah yeah there's a mm -hmm. guy uh maddie active and he's okay. a mountain bike youtuber and yeah. i think i want to say he was a professional baseball player before before really? uh, getting into youtube as well yeah yeah it's huh. kind of interesting right it's like you, well, you're like well like mark roper uh -huh. rober yeah you watch him yeah it's like how yeah. do you how do you go from being a NASA engineer to making YouTube videos? And to his point, he says, I was a NASA engineer and I quit and I make YouTube videos. And specifically, I make one per month. So I have time. He said that yeah. in one of his glitter brown bomb videos. And I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Dude, his videos are like, like they get so many views. Like that guy's like, it's kind of crazy yeah well and be, uh... I'll, I'll turn it on i'm like this looks so dumb and within five seconds i'm like okay i'm hooked yeah <laughs> here goes did the next watch... 23 minutes yeah <laughs> did you watch the one that he did with the um oh god why am i drawing playing uh with the octopus going through all the the like, yeah stuff and yeah so yeah yeah so many i mean i think everybody that's seen him would know who he is from the the glitter bombs Yep. which are, are super fun to watch but yeah like everything that guy does is really good that kind of um it's like informational entertainment you know it's yeah. really fun it's i i think that uh did you watch um outside brendan's show that was on outside tv i've seen some clips where he's making like a hoverboard and a bunch of weird yeah. stuff but i haven't seen the actual episode it reminds me of like mark rober kind of stuff and but okay. it's like like biking related so it's like pretty cool so okay. you should check it out man you, I, I think you would enjoy it it's definitely uh yeah definitely fun well man thanks for uh for joining me and coming on and, and talking and i really appreciate the 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 cool cool stuff that you sent me hopefully uh those of you guys that are are able to watch you want to get something like this on your own you can go on there to his website tinkeringcyclist.com did i yep. get it right no yeah anything it's in the show more or if you're on the podcast app go ahead and look down there there's links there i have a link to his etsy channel and or his actually etsy channel etsy website and his regular website on there um either way 
hook him up. Go over there, check out some stuff, and um, maybe hit him up on his Instagram. Give him a follow while you're over there. If you haven't followed me, do me the favor. And then the last thing I want to say is, check this out. I seriously haven't seen a new review go on the Apple podcast reviews since like December. And I feel like there's a lot of you guys out there. Somebody write me a five-star review. Do me a favor. Do me a solid. Write me a five-star review. And uh, that'll make me happy. I'll be stoked to see that if there's a new one before Tuesday. You'll be you'll be mentioned on the uh, Backpedal Show. If you're not familiar with the Backpedal Show, I've been uh, having a weekly show talking about my trials and tribulations with trying to lose weight. So it's been kind of fun. Actually, really enjoying that. Uh, it's been been an interesting uh, change uh, of things to do compared to um, all my normal content. But either way. I am over here trying to figure out how the hell I end this show. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sweet. Anyways, like I said, check out Tingering Cyclist. Thanks again, Brian. Really enjoyed talking to you. It was lots of fun. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure, man. Those of you that want something for free, remember, it only takes a bike to be a biker. Get out and bike. Get out and be one. 